Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, children, and welcome to Musa Stories. It's now time to tell you a true story for Pashas Vayelach. It happened back in the times of the second place of Mikdash. Do you remember the story of Hanukkah? Of course you do. The winning family was named Hashmonoi. They are the ones who fought off the Greeks and regained control of the Besamikdash. Well, the Hashmonoim also took control of the Jewish government in Israel. It was okay in the beginning, but after some time, the Hashmonoim appointed themselves as kings over Israel, and then their slaves, the Hashmonoim had non-Jewish slaves, their slaves rebelled against them, and then the slaves themselves became the kings. Imagine an Evid Kanani being a powerful king. Yes, kids, it's not allowed. The Torah says a king can only be Mikerev Achecha, a brotherly Jew. Well, the last of the Hashmonoi kings was a man called Agripas HaMelech. Actually, his mother was Jewish, just his father came from the slaves of the Hashmonoi family. So Agripas was puzzled. He was disqualified from being a king over Israel. He was a Russia. He didn't care what the Torah said. Agrippas took it by force. Agrippas had control of soldiers, and they helped him be the king. The Chachamim that lived in those days couldn't do anything to stop him. So Agrippas HaMelech sat on the throne and acted like he was a king. Okay, children, now you know the background of what happened one year at Hakel. Do you know what Hakel is? It's mitzvah number 612. That's right. The second to the last mitzvah in the Torah in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayelech. We can't do Hakel these days, no. Only when there was a Beis HaMikdash. It was done once every seven years on Chol HaMoyed Sukkis. Yidin came from all over the world to Yerushalayim for Yom Tov. A very busy time. All over Yerushalayim, horn blowers sounded out the signal that Hakel is about to begin. Everyone makes their way up to the Beis HaMikdash. Everyone crowds into the Ezras Noshim. Every Jew. It doesn't matter. It's for men, women, and children. Even babies must be brought in. The Ezras Noshim is not just for women. In the Beis HaMikdash, it was a courtyard in front of Shar HaNiknor at the bottom of the 15 steps. The Ezras Noshim is quite large. But because of all the people coming in to hear Hakil, there is only room for standing. In the center of the Ezesnashim is a wooden tower. On top is where the king will read certain sections of the Sefer Torah. Everybody gathers around the tower. It's so exciting. It's like being at Harsinai all over again. Everyone is standing with fear and respect, trying to imagine thunder and lightning and the trembling of Harsinai. Just then, the shamish of the shul comes into the Ezes Noshim holding the shul's Sefer Torah. Kids, did you know that there was a shul in the Beis Mikdash? Yes, and it had a shamish, and it had a gabai. 
So the Shamash hands the Sefer Torah to the Gabai, and then the Gabai hands the Sefer Torah to an even more important person, the Sagan Kohen Godel. He's the second to the Kohen Godel. And then the Sagan Kohen Godel gives the Sefer Torah to the Kohen Godel. The king stands for the Sefer Torah on top of that tower, and he receives the Sefer Torah from the Kohen Godel. Then the king says the bracha and sits down to read the Kriyasa Torah. And kids, it happened that one of the last hakels before the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed by the Romans, that Agrippa HaMelech stood up to receive the Torah and he remained standing to give extra respect to the Sefer Torah. Now the Chachamim were afraid of Agrippas, so they said, Well done, king! It's good that the king is standing the whole time. That was okay. But now, wait till you hear what happened bad. You see, part of the Hakel, Kriya is the Parshas HaMelech in Shoftim, where the Torah tells all the rules of a Jewish king. So Agrippas got to the part that states... You may not place over yourself a king from a foreign man who isn't your brother. Agrippas said it while he was choking over his words. He couldn't continue. Agrippas broke down crying. Tears were streaming down from his eyes. Agrippas was feeling really bad that he didn't listen to what Hashem said, for he was a Nishnachri and not a brotherly Jew. Agrippas knew he wasn't fit to be a king. All of Klal Yisrael just stood there quietly, not knowing what to do next. Everyone was listening to the king cry over his sin. They should have let him cry. But the Chachamim flattered Agrippas. The Chachamim were afraid of him. They wanted Agrippas to like them. So they said, It's okay, Agrippas. You are our brother. You are our brother. Children, that's called Chanufa. It's a bad mida to be afraid of a sinner and because of that to encourage him to sin. And what about being afraid of Hashem? Are you not afraid of Hashem? It was really bad because the Chachamim said it. It's okay, Agrippas, you're our brother. Oh, brother, were they in trouble. Hashem was watching down from Shamayim and decreed upon Israel to be wiped out because they flattered Agrippas and no Jew protested. Children, what do we learn from this story? A new concept you never heard of before. Chanufa is an Avera. It's similar to Lashon Hara and very severe. The Gemara says that a mouth that flatters people who do Averis loses the power of tefillah. Hashem won't listen to the tefillahs from such a mouth. Now, there are all types of Chanufa. Rabbeinu Yonah lists nine different kinds of Chanufa. But the worst one is the type that the Chachamim said to Agrippas. And you should start, at least, to be careful, never to tell someone who did a sin that what he or she did was acceptable. If you can't tell that person a gentle rebuke, just be quiet. Don't say that it was okay. It could happen that one of your friends says something chutzpahdik to the substitute teacher. If you laugh, 
or say, good one, Shmerel. That's Chanufa. You are afraid that your friend won't like you. And because of that, you approve of his sin. So you fear your friend more than you fear Hashem. No, not you. Nuh-uh, no, never do Chanufa. For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com. Be yadi doj doj